Let's go creeping! Welcome everybody. We are the Pinheads of Horror. Alright, my name is Ed. I am in a band called Skullfogger. I am joined here by three esteemed horror fans and one executive producer who just looks like he's bored out of his fucking mind. Alright boys, uh, starting with the gentleman to my left, go around, introduce yourself. My name is Andy Pindy, Pindelski, whatever. Um, I do vocals for Armored Assault and I like horror movies. Hello there, my name is Larry Watanabe, and I write a blog called My Bleeding Eyes, where I uh, review independent movies, uh, lightly. And my name is Luco Blaze. that is actually my name, that's what my parents gave me, so that's what I'm going with, and I also <laughs> do a uh, radio show, The Metal Experience, and I'm stoked to uh, talk about fucking horror flicks! I'm Woo! stoned. Yeah. <laughs> what else is new? Alright, so I want to thank you guys for joining me on this. This is episode one of what is hopefully going to be many more. Uh, we are at beautiful Fort Knox Studios in Chicago, Illinois. Beautiful. Let's get this shit started. Alright, so a brief synopsis of what this show is going to be is basically the three or four of us will meet up... Um, We'll talk about various topics in the horror genre of news, things we're excited about. I mean, I, I'm a fucking horror fanatic. I think there's nothing better in the world than a good horror movie. Absolutely. And sadly, I think that uh, there are a lot of issues with horror that need to be addressed. Absolutely, yes. Um, and, you know, we're not just going to talk about movies. We're going to branch out and talk about TV shows. Because um, there are a few horror TV shows that aren't complete shit out right now. Agreed. And... The strain is awesome. I love the fucking strain. Oh, yeah. We're also going to talk about video games. You know, there are a lot of horror entry video games. Um, I actually had an episode planned where uh, we talk about Silent Hill PT, the playable <laughs> trailer. Um, I would like that to be a live remote where we play it somewhere and just record our reactions. Uh, that you'd probably get a pretty scared reaction out of me. Oh, I scream like uh, a I scream like a bitch the first time I play. Yeah, it's uh, what? it's from creepy. A, it's, it's from a, a video game. And all it is yeah. is just a loop. Of yeah. you walking in I a loop. I don't play this shit. I just watch people play it, and I just yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah, it's still yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right, all right, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. It gives I mean, you if anxiety you, like a motherfucker. It does. Nice. If you still have it downloaded to your and PlayStation, see, you know, that's the thing. I still do. All right, good. And you know, what? I'm really glad you said that because that is going to bring us to movie news. Um, a bit of news I'm very, uh, I feel a little conflicted about. Um, I love the Halloween horror or the Halloween movie series for one. Um, I think that series is very guilty of shooting itself in the foot, though, a lot. Um, you had two very solid entries, being, you know, 78's Halloween and then, I think, 81's Halloween 2. This one, Halloween Returns, is actually, according to moviepilot.com via iHorror on Facebook, give them a like, they're a pretty cool site. They were saying that this one is going to be in canon with Carpenter's first two films, and it's going to ignore a lot, all the zombie remakes and all that. So, um, I'll give I'm you. Totally fine with that. I would be totally fine with that too, because 
how can you recreate what Zombie has already done and build off of what he's already done? Uh, he has his own style and everything, so I don't see any other director stepping in and, and making uh, so a decent movie, at least. So is this supposed to be like where 4 takes off? or No. Um, see, the, that's where I really feel like they shot themselves in the foot because you go from Halloween 3, which... We're not going to talk about because that'll be a fucking debate in itself. Yeah, I'm, I um, think I'll probably be the hipster of the group in saying that one's my favorite. I, I love so, Halloween 3. No. Okay, cool. That's Halloween perfect. Three, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enough, 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 enough. Enough. Future podcast. Future podcast. Just talking about Halloween 3. All right. Okay, yes. fine. Yes. In good company then. I watched it the other day. It's fucking great. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, going from Halloween 2. It picks up again at Halloween 4, where, you know, no Jamie Lee Curtis, which, you know, it's not totally detrimental to the series, because you have a solid story you could build on, but it is, in a way, detrimental, because you have a main character who is the center of the entire fucking movie, not in it. Yeah, exactly. She's the main plot point, the main goal. She is the main main protagonist of... She is basically everything of Meyer's existence in that movie. Um, and you have Halloween 5, which, you know, I love the series, but Halloween 5 is... Halloween 5 and Halloween 8 are probably the two worst fucking movies in that series. <laughs> what? And then... The, well, I liked 5. Well, I, liked, I think I liked all of them. To be honest, with the, the all the horror movies that have gone on with the storyline... I think Halloween follows along the storyline the best as opposed to, you know, your Friday the 13th, which are just, <laughs> what? Between each flick, they make absolutely zero sense. And the best part. I think <laughs> the, the Halloween follows the storyline for well, the most part throughout the series the best. See, I'm glad you said for the most part because um, fast forward to 1998, Halloween H2O. Okay. Halloween H2O was a great fucking movie. I, I, I don't you disagree with me. I, don't <laughs> got, I got that poster. I, I saw it at theater. So. For its time. For its that. time. Well, because you know what? It relied on a lot of the old school things that made Halloween great. It wasn't excessively violent. True. That. There was blood, but it wasn't, you know, splatter. No, I remind you of the fact that like you can be creepy without like blood and guts. Like, exactly. Oh, absolutely. It restored the fact that Michael Myers in himself is fucking intimidating. It's terrible. Yep. You know, it it makes you, if you're by yourself and you hear a noise, it makes you turn around and, what the fuck was that? <laughs> but, um, ghosts. <laughs> Ghostesses. Give, give credit to that joke to Jim Norton. I don't want to be labeled as a joke thief. Um, so, basically, the plot of Halloween Returns is going to be, um, this is where it kind of gets interesting. It's supposed to pick up shortly after the events of Halloween 2 from 1981, where... The um, victims are, as they were quoted, a fresh batch of Haddonfield teenagers, uh, uh, one of whom is actually a, a child of one of Meyer's victims, uh, the other of which is the child of the sheriff deputy, uh, sheriff's deputy who was after him in Halloween 2, after Brackett, you know. Right, yeah, he was in one also, yeah. Yeah. And the setup is going to be Myers is on death row awaiting execution, and something obviously happens, and he gets away. So I just want to. Is it going to be like Shocker? I I hope not. not, not. (laughs) Even though I do like Shocker, but (laughs) yeah, let's hope it's not like Shocker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
you know, I feel like they could do a lot of interesting things there, and I, I think it was quoted in Movie Pilot, and if it wasn't, I'm sorry, the Movie Pilot. Um, they brought the idea of Myers being in prison, and the fact that there's an inmate in prison where everyone is just fucking terrified of, and the guards are actually at ease because no one's going to get out of line around yeah. them. Um, so, I think you can do some really good things with this movie. Um, I, it has a lot of potential. But, one thing I do not want to see in this movie is I want to see a fresh cast of people. I don't want to know who any of these fucking actors are. Alright, yeah. Um, because that's one thing Halloween Resurrection was very guilty of is... They have Buster Rhymes or something. And you know what? Yeah. You know what's really funny is... Uh, what, then they had like LL Cool J and another one, didn't they? He was in it was H2O. 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 Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, Dre's pretty relevant now. They can always bring him in. <laughs> well, that was always relevant in the '90s for <laughs> horror movies because oh, yeah. hey, it's throwing a rap star right oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's funny is uh, or to put like a horror icon in the hood. So then twice he went to the yeah, hood twice. Yeah. Loved it so much he went back. He left his fight. <laughs> um, so then, are you for or against the storyline of Halloween Returns? Um. Well, first off, I think that's a terrible title. I really yeah. hope that's just a working title. Probably <laughs> um, not, but yeah, I agree. It's, I mean, yeah, well, it sucks. Everything's gonna be, everything's gonna be the curse of, or bloodline, or like that. That's that's a thing though too. Is like once you get so far into these, it's really hard to come up with come up with something new. brand new. Like yeah. he's well, already got his origin story that's been beaten to fucking dust. Um, now I mean this is what makes it kind of cool is they can kind of, they have that where like before there was three which I think even in three they have parts where you hear shit on the radio and stuff for Michael Myers like you hear parts of it. In the, it was, in the third one though they're showing in the bar they're showing the commercial for Halloween it's part of like the it's, the it's just like an advertisement so because okay. yeah. they're making there's the movie there. of Halloween or something in the bar he's like using the payphone right. and you see it's him coming down the stairs but it's supposed to be you know like trailer for this movie they're releasing a lifetime movie you know well yeah Uh, i I can think of the thing that it's already disappointing me about this title is that they have a fresh batch of teenagers for michael to kill yeah a new batch that's that's i don't know it's yeah here's my problem with halloween five um luco all right let's hear it um it followed the same formula and i'm gonna offend you when i say this i'm sorry a friday the 13th there's no character development there's no, like... For who? For the... the it's basically the victims in the movie. Like, the only person you really... What do you need that for? They're going to die. Because yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> what builds, that's what builds the horror in a horror movie. Is, yeah, and especially with Michael Myers movies compared to Jason movies. Cause Jason, Jason movies, movies you basically watch because it's just fucking amusing. Just yeah. like, yeah. 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 like yeah. a massacre. You're going to see them rip people's heads off and things like that. Yeah, it's not like... You're going to see like, bend somebody in half like a fucking... Yeah, you're going to see boobs something and everything. Half, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you go in there. Listen, you're guaranteed to see three things in Friday the Thirteenth: tits, mm, absolutely, <laughs> machete wielding, Manhattan. and just fucking endless amounts of blood splatter. Right? Yeah. But what I did like about Five, I thought Five had a pretty sweet mask too. I thought Four, even though Four was the first Halloween movie I actually watched, and actually I couldn't sleep for a month afterwards because I was you know quite young. <laughs> but I thought Five had one of the cooler masks. Now, going back and watching 4, 
I noticed the guy he stands with his you know shoulders all up and it looks all stupid and oh, favorite mask for Halloween. Of Halloween. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna get crucified for this. I'm gonna go with the remake masks. Because well, they're all crusty looking and shit. Well, the original, in the beginning of the movie, the mask is the original mask. And one thing I really liked was, well, the one thing that didn't make sense is how it got underneath the fucking floorboards. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's just sitting in the flick. Did he stash it there? I mean, yeah, that's not, I'm coming back. Didn't he stash it there? I know exactly where I put you. <laughs> X marks the spot. Um,. Yeah, because he broke through the floorboard to get it. Oh, dude, I'm going to be a total asshole right now, but uh, my favorite mask is in part three, the pumpkin mask. But that's a total... Uh, <laughs> but, no uh, more talk of Halloween 3. All right, sorry, sorry. I'll like, keep bringing it back up. Uh, no, I uh, I got to agree on the uh, the Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie one. It's just torn up and it's been used. Yeah, you know what? That's that's why I like it. It's It looks realistic, like... You know, it's gone through hell already. Yeah, and it's not just bought it. I mean, store. even even looking at like yeah, let's say now that I'm looking at them too, like the other ones, the only thing that really changes, you see like droopiness in the cheeks. Well, you know what? Shit like that. What's really funny? Uh, look, I'll go with yours. I would I would probably say my my top three would probably be five, then one, then my favorite's probably in two, okay. the okay. originals. Okay. Um, one really interesting thing going back to H2O, um, they had so much mask controversy. Like, they brought in three different companies to do the mask, and there's actually one scene uh, right before like the character Charlie gets killed. Uh, right when he picks the wine cork up, he bumps into Myers, he turns around, you can actually see a CGI mask on his face. Oh, really? Wow. It looks, it looks really shitty. Job of the Hut kind of shitty from uh, when they re-released. Uh, like it looks Star like Wars what the hope. <laughs> it looks like what the fuck is wrong with this thing? Like, <laughs> all right, so I want to go to you guys now. Um, do you think the Halloween series is salvageable or should it just sink? Uh, I would be fine with it sinking because of the slasher movies and the big guys. The Halloweens have always been lower on my list. Uh, Jason's on the top of mine. Uh, so I've never been into the Halloween movies as much as I have been with the other guys. But at the same time, if they can pull this off, then yeah, I, I, would, I would totally be into it again. I mean, they, they, they still have me on the hook, but I might not be biting. Who knows? I would say keep going because I'm always going to watch them. Halloween's my favorite series of all the horror flicks. And uh, I'd also want to say that the first Halloween movie I thought had the best storyline of any of the horror flicks. It built, John Carpenter did such a good job of building up all the characters in it and the tension. And it's, I'd say that's the scariest and yeah, that one's the best. And I would keep watching them. If they make 200 of them, I'll keep watching them. Uh, I would stop eventually. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think, if anything, I'll keep watching them. I think, if anything, to me, they need to... Like, to me, George Romero's done a really good job of taking, like, how he's done with, like, um, zombie movies. I mean, he still does, like, Diary of the Dead, which is, like, basically Dawn of the Dead, but it's even further down the timeline where, like, it's a handicam movie. He just wanted to make, like, a handicam movie and stuck a Dawn of the Dead type title on it and produced it and shit. Like, I mean, 
anyone's going to see it, and they're going to see because George Romero's name is on it. Like, and it's, again, it follows up. I feel like it's going to be like that with Halloween. No matter who does it, no matter who's in it, someone's going to see it because it's Michael Myers' Yeah. Absolutely right. You're absolutely. Right. Would you uh, say someone that's obviously me, probably yeah. Luco? No, no, no. But, but <laughs> I, I mean, I'm gonna watch it too. I'm not, not denying it. But yeah, I mean, same here. Right. We, we got a field trip plan when this but, movie comes out. But to me, <laughs> okay. to me, there's the like the right and like creative way to do it, and then there's like there's the way to do it that is the way that they've been doing it, which is getting people like Rob Zombie, who's like, oh, Rob Zombie's famous and he likes to make horror movies. Let's have him make a Halloween movie. Again, I. I I like Halloween, and I like I like his Halloweens too. But all right, so on the subject of Rob Zombie from Halloween, uh, segment two of horror movie news is going to focus on his new upcoming horror film entitled Thirty One. Now, when a lot of people saw Thirty One, they just saw a animated clown face that looked like Captain Spaulding. So a lot of people were thinking. Oh, maybe this is going to have to do with The Devil's Rejects or House of a Thousand Corpses. When in actuality, the movie is going to focus on Halloween night and the number of people that go missing. And these people that go missing actually are brought to this place called Murder World. Where they are to basically survive 12 hours and it is kill or be killed by your captives. Which, by the way, the captives, you know, a lot of people make fun of me because they think I have a horror movie clown fetish. Um... The captives are clowns, and you know, I don't have all the names of the clowns, but uh, if you go, if you're a fan of uh, iHorror on Facebook, they actually, I believe they've actually released a few pictures of them, um, and they just look fucking frightening. Malcolm McDowell is in this movie, too. And, oh, he's in all of his movies, of course yeah, he is. Well, so is his wife. Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> and... Ca- uh, Malcolm McDowell's character just looks fucking terrifying. You know, he the picture I saw, he had a powdered wig, and his face was just painted, like, white. Well, he's always been horrifying. Just look back to Clockwork Orange, of course. Yeah. That's very horrifying. What, actually, probably one of the more horrifying movies that's not a horror movie. Yeah. Vinnie Wilder. Vinnie Wilder. The psychologically messed up. Absolutely, and uh, uh, but I'm I, I'm ready for Rob Zombie, another Rob Zombie movie. It's been a little while. I didn't see The Lords of Salem, but I mm. didn't hear too many positive things about it. Even from a guy I met at a comic con, he was like selling Rob Zombie shirts and saying, "Yeah, don't see this movie. It sucks." I wouldn't say it sucks. <laughs> it was it was all right, but after you watched it, it was like, well, that just happened. So, yeah, uh, you know, I had that scene, like, I actually saw that movie by myself. I thought it was going to be something else completely. I thought it was going to be, like, a completely different movie. And I, I was kind of disappointed, but I thought there were some creepy moments in the movie. And, you know, it's one thing I'm going to bring, we're going to bring up in a later uh, podcast, where it's how independent movies just get fucking destroyed when... Uh, producers and executives try to stick their hand into it and take money away from it. Well, I also, you know, heard he he wasn't too proud of that flick either. Uh, you know, he wasn't too happy with the outcome of it. He thought it wasn't that good. Rob Zombie himself didn't think it was that good of a movie. But uh, well, that's that's I mean, that's a good thing. 
humility. Right? So, uh, uh, I, I mean, that gives you a little more oomph to try harder in your next picture. Yeah. Maybe just not stick to, maybe stick to what you're a little bit better at. Now, well, he, was, man, he was supposed to yeah. do the Boston Bruins documentary, and that fell through. Yeah, and now he's doing a Groucho Marx movie, apparently. Like a biopic of Groucho Marx. So, but this 31 movie, I just, with Rob Zombie flicks, and, and you know, who am I to talk? Because Rob Zombie is, you know, look at what he's accomplished. We're, we're sitting in a room talking about him. And, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there's not a yeah. poster of him right yeah. now in this room. So. But I feel like with, with all of his movies, he's never put out anything original. And not to be... I, when I look at The House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects, I see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I see his version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, then he did the Halloween remakes. That's their Halloween a remakes. really good point because when someone, uh, a friend of mine actually, was bringing up a similar point and he said, Lord Salem is like Rosemary's baby in a sense. Yeah. And I thought about it, I'm like, you know, that's a really good fucking point. But uh, one thing I want to bring up, did, unless you had something you wanted to add to this, Pepe. No. Uh, crowdfunding uh, is something that's all the rage right now. Um, you know, <laughs> is he doing crowdfunding for the movie? He did crowdfunding for the movie all last year. And um, he had some really cool shit to give away. He was giving away props, uh, hoodies. Um, you got a pass to a Rob Zombie concert for life. If you oh, that's oh, awesome. Wow. Um, How much did you had to drop on that? I don't remember, but... You know, but if people are willing to do it, let them do it. I mean, yeah, you, know, you know, especially with something like that. Okay, so what if you put money into his movie? sucks ass and whatever you still have a lifetime of free concerts exactly. I don't know like I mean at least to me there is incentive to it with crowdfunding but for some people I mean I just feel like crowdfunding is just like eh we're lazy we don't really want to put the money together or look for investors uh, you know, but I see the whole idea of like if there's an interest there a serious interest you should want to put in money towards this thing that I'm going to in the end provide you you know, it's really funny, though. Um, off the subject of horror, look at Super Troopers 2. You know, yeah, all crowdfunded. Yeah, yeah they, they put it up, and within, what was it, two days, they had well over what they needed. <laughs> Same well, thing with, yeah, like, Rabbit Mars. That was, that was quick, too. I think that was a, even a day, maybe. That was... And that's that what I mean. If you have real fans, one. like, real cult fans that, yeah. I mean, would do anything to see that again, like, I mean, you're going to get people... I mean, uh, are gonna put down. I mean, for some people, five grand is a drop in the bucket. So I mean, for some like like serious like horror fan who makes good money, like I mean, shit. If I could spend five grand and get like a prop from his movie, and or again, yeah, like okay. lifetime worth of tickets or something. I mean, shit. And I get to know that I help produce pretty much a movie. I think it was actually if you. Posted a certain amount, you get a producer credit too, which totally yeah. makes sense. Hey, um, like, like, like the shit Super Troopers gave away, thirty four thousand dollars for a fucking patrol car used in the movie, like, hey. and someone bought it. Yeah, uh, who has that kind of money to piss away? People do though. I know. That's what's sad. I'm That's just true. amazed. Yeah, it's it's. Well, uh, my take on the crowdfunding thing is, uh, I kind of think of myself a little more of an introvert. I, mean, I think I. I, I like to keep to myself a little more, but I have a lot of stuff brewing in my head, and I think probably the best way for me being like that is to crowdfund, where people trust me 
than I'll be able to put out without having to put out. Put out. <laughs> and I don't have to, you know, go around and and, and beg. So uh, that's I I think it's good for people like that. Fucking home run, man. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't get the name Easy Larry for not. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> okay. Well, with Rob Zombie, also, you know, even though I said, you know, his movies are like, you know, this movie, that movie, I still feel like Rob Zombie growing up was just like all of us sitting in this room watching those old horror flicks. Oh, he's, he said you know, it himself. Oh, yeah. And he just now has the opportunity to make those movies. So it's kind of. Especially with I wish those I was other doing movies. That, you know, so like, he absolutely. had the money to do, I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the, the budget on that, the original was. What, like we were talking about, probably like five grand or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. something stupid. So for him to try and do something equally as gruesome and like, I mean, he tried. I mean, like you said, it, it's it's pretty much Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It, well, also too, let's not forget that movie was made probably in like 1998, and it didn't get released till 2003 because no studio would touch oh, it. Yeah. yeah, no studio wanted to touch it because they thought it was too violent. And fucking kudos to Rob Zombie because he was able to buy the movie back and retain all the rights so every one of us who bought that movie probably she got our money so no, I'm pretty sure I stole my copy from Hot Topic <laughs> also when I awesome part when I stole that copy there was uh, Devil's Rejects inside of it no there was an autographed uh, picture from Captain Spaulding on it nice. <laughs> so thank you Rob Zombie when was that actually released though um, I, I saw them live in 2001 and they were playing the song and they showed trailers for it. It was at the Merry Mayhem Fest with Ozzy Osbourne uh, at the Allstate. I was and uh, so I bought the, the House of yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Bubbles yeah, and the House of a Thousand Corpses shirt. And I had the shirt for like two or three years before the movie even came out. It was um, just such a badass shirt. I, I remember it, first reading about the movie in two thousand and one, and I remember it because I remember looking at a thing in Entertainment Weekly. I remember like, seeing the magazine, just flipping through it. And it was the first picture I ever saw of Captain Spaulding. And it was like, well, literally a fucking thumb-sized picture. The article was probably, you know, got like maybe two paragraphs about the movie. Um, and that was 2001. And I was in eighth grade. It came out when I was a sophomore in high school. It came out in 2003. Just looked it up. Next for movie news, we're going to talk about the upcoming sequel to the remake of Friday the 13th. Um, I don't remember too much about this article, unfortunately. I do remember that it does have a release date. Luco, you are aware of the release it date? It's May 13th, 2016. So next Tentatively. year. What? Tentatively. What you Might be. You said it, it. that's the... The tentative release date. Tentative release date. May 13th. 2016. Um, all right. So there have been a lot of rumors about this movie, um, one of which is that it's going to be found footage. Oh, that would be interesting. That would be a total different take a lot on of people, the series. A lot of people shed on, shed on that idea. Well, yeah, because a lot all of people right. fucking hate that. Well, yeah, because we all hand the camera shit, probably. Well, the other thing, too, is if you do... a th- if you do, I don't care what kind of candy cam it is, if it's GoPro or JVC. <laughs> wow. Are they still even in business? I don't know. <laughs> Did they I make your watch? <laughs> uh, I'm all for found footage movies. I love the VHSs, all three of them. Uh, there's, there's a few other ones that are pretty creepy. 
But I don't think it fits with Jason unless you were to do it the whole movie from his point of view. Well, he had a GoPro on his head. Yeah, in his <laughs> hockey mask, right? The fucking... Yeah, see, I was gonna say, like, I like VHS and all those. Like, I like Creep Show. Well, no, those aren't those aren't handy cams, but like, like the, the anthologies. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, even again, like when Romero did like the Diary of the Dead thing, like I like handy cam movies. If like, you do it right, you do if it well. You do it right. I was just saying, exactly. like you said, Friday the Thirteenth isn't really a movie I could see doing handy cam movies with. No. Like it's. Ah, then he comes and he jumps out. But and I would he gets be very one. interested to see it still. Shit. Yeah, it's like a Michael Bay movie for VHS. Yeah. Or, I mean, for a uh, for a found footage. Yeah, I mean, um, like honestly, even uh, the few years ago when they did the Cloverfield. No, no, no. Um, the Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, I guess it's like a reboot. Whatever they did. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Twenty thirteen that they did it. No, uh, two thousand nine. That, really that was that yeah. was. Yeah. It should have been called. Jason and his stinky weed. Because the whole movie was killing everyone because they were trying to find his weed. stinky weed. I honestly didn't mind that all too much. Yeah, me either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, if gosh, someone tried to take my weed, I'd fucking yeah. kill him too. Gosh dang kids trying to take my stinky weed. And there's a six boob count in that movie. <laughs> so... I think there's even a line where someone says your tits are stupendous. Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah that they was, are. That that you seen that, girl? that was a great move. I also like that remake <laughs> because it, it went the whole circle. It went the bag on the head, the one-eyed whole bag on the head to yeah. the mask, all in the same movie. Was With probably having cool. to do like a whole long explanation. Yeah, right. I, I like that also. That um, that was very very cool. I did like that. I thought um, for like a remake or whatever you want to call it, it was one of the the better ones. Like, I, did, I was not a fan of the, the new Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it was it was a Hollywood-friendly yeah. horror movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's... Well, they used the name and figured they could plug it and yeah. again, put some nice special effects on it and people will watch it. Like, it's... But that's the difference with, with you know, the, the masked killers, you know, the Jason and the, the Michael Myers, that anyone plays those, but with Nightmare on Elm Street, it's if it's not... You know, Robert England. You're well, Robert England. That's just she not said not Friday the Thirteenth. Exactly Kane because Hodder, it wasn't. Yeah. Kane Hodder, yeah. Jason Voorhees. Fuck oh, yeah, absolutely. I, say, I don't care who is under that mask. Kane Hodder is yeah. Jason Voorhees. And that's like, the only guy in the world I will let grab my wife's ass, which he did, which is pretty, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. One, I thought Kane Hodder's awesome, and two, he beat the shit out of me. So there's, I mean, it's a no-win situation. Well, you know what? He, he's always said when he takes pictures with people, he like gets them in the choke grip. So. Did he have, like, his hand around your throat and his yeah. hand on your wife's ass knowing you couldn't do anything? No, I wasn't around. <laughs> so, better. What am I going to do? I came out or get away from my wife? And can you please sign my, my Jason anthology, please? Sir, I will challenge you to fisticuffs. Yeah. Get away from my wife. Now, him and, honestly, as much as Ari Lehman would love to hear that he's the only other, like, true yeah. He really is the only other, like, I mean... Which I still, Friday the 13th, the first one, to me, is one of the best horror movies ever. <laughs> I, I love that guy. I think found footage could work, but, you know, for it to be really interesting, I mean... Not it'd Jason. be nice if there's something built around it, if it's not yeah. just found footage. Like it's, if it's, because here's the thing, how are we going to see it? Like, is it, you know, someone goes, oh, hiking in the woods, they find a VHS tape buried in some leaves, and, you know... And how is it going to deal with the rest of, I mean... Jason going to Manhattan. I mean, <laughs> like, the, the army was there when Jason was like blown to bits. Like, 
the world knows about Jason, so that's, I mean, it's... it's well, in the... In it's this, interesting to see how they'll do that. In this series of remakes, the world doesn't know about Jason. I mean, they, the locals do. They've heard the rumors of, you The know, legend. Yeah. The legend of the guy in the woods, but... Bringing it back to what you said at that point, though, in, like, the original series... Yeah, the world, obviously, he was the most notorious serial killer they, in the they world. They don't. Like, I mean, when you think about it, they don't. Like, when he goes to Manhattan and shit. No, it's not like people in Manhattan are like, oh, shit, it's Jason. Like, they're like, who the fuck is this guy yeah. in a hockey mask with a machete? I think even, like, thugs and stuff. Yeah, it's right. That's the best part of the world. He's a dead meat slime ball. He just, <laughs> he just shows up as man. He slips the mask up. It's all right, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... I'd be very... I, I don't know if they're still doing the found footage. I hope they don't. But the awesome part is... I'll still see it anyway. Yes. No, I'll say, I guess, oh, yeah, of course I would. But all, <laughs> all of them. I'll the awesome that. part is there is rumor that it is going to be a retro throwback to the 80s in that movie. What do you mean by that? Like, it's going to take place in the 80s. As nice. long as they don't shove it in her face too much, then I'm cool with it. Yeah, you know why? Because when... CGI Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... No, I, I agree with what Larry said because you know what? Like now with Hollywood, it's gonna be '80s overdone. Like every girl's gonna wear the fucking big hoop earrings, socks, yeah, which, which would be hot. I wouldn't mind. Oh, yeah, but, I'm all uh, about that too. But all the dudes are gonna be wearing like the the uh, the biker, the yeah. super short the bicycle shorts, yeah, the, the bugle Adidas. boy shorts. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, like Halloween, you could do a lot of interesting things with a remake, but again. Don't fuck it up with a cast of known people. Like, yeah. Like, the one thing I did not like about the remake of Friday the 13th is the male lead. You know, he... Yeah, supernatural. Yeah, he was in The Fog. He was in House of Wax. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's not, like... Well, know. you know why... It's not, it's, like, super... It's because you're... Like, I understand you want to get a certain audience. Like, you want to get the, you know, the tween girls. But at the same time, like, you know... Sitting in a movie theater watching a movie, I don't want to hear them giggling every time he, you know, decides to randomly take his shirt off. <laughs> did you do, how many times did you do that in that movie, Larry? I only do penises. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes oh, to, like, like to private parts. A perfect yeah. example was when the Halloween remake came out, I went to see it like opening night, and like a dummy, I went to the 7 o'clock show that was just packed full of people. Uh, and I was sitting next to this annoying teenage girl who... You know, was basically telling everybody, or she was trying to whisper, but it was really fucking loud. She was telling everybody what's going to happen next in the movie. Like, when he beats the guy with the baseball bat, she sees him walking with the bat, he raises it up. He's going to hit him in the head with the bat. I actually looked at her and I said, no shit, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you talking about the, the Rob Zombie one? Yes, the remake. I saw the midnight showing of that in a theater with no one. Nice. Wow. I, I saw <laughs> That's the Halloween 2, Kevin Clem and I went to the opening... The Thursday night before, but that's off topic. Okay, um, anyone else got anything on this? No. Uh, well, uh, the, the last thing I would say is you couldn't do the found footage with Jason because the kills are so exquisite, and where you can have someone filming and just standing there while Jason fillets someone with a machete. That's just not realistic. Well, I, I, was gonna, I that's think what I was going to say is, yeah, with found footage, I feel really, especially with something like this, it backs like that whole franchise into a corner. Like, with Jason, there's so many, like, supernatural aspects that you can have with, like, his mother and shit. And all, like, on a camera, you're not going to see Jason, yeah. like, conversing with his mom and shit and, like, having visualizations. You of, would just like, see him you know standing there. I'm glad you said that yeah. because I just remembered something. And I, 
Like really oh, pissed man. I forgot. Um, the dude eating a heart and becoming Jason. Like shit like yeah. that. That I mean that's what I love yeah. about the Friday the thirteenth franchise is it's like it's they really didn't they didn't have boundaries. It, I it, mean it was very outlandish at times. And that's why I like Halloween three too, because it kinda opened that door. It's like, well we don't have to just have Michael Myers yeah. like Horror can be more than just a yeah, dude walking exactly. around and killing people. All you need is some masks and a really catchy song. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I annoy my wife. One, more, uh, one more aspect of Friday the 13th. Uh, they said they were going to try to get some backstory to Jason's origin. Uh, when you do that, it's kind of a slippery slope, though, because, you know, when you take away the mystery of this, the mystique of this person, then... Absolutely. You know... It leads to a lot of disappointment sometimes. I, so, I don't, don't want to know why he stayed alive at the bottom of the lake. I just want to know that he stayed alive at the bottom of the lake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Teenagers weren't paying attention and he drowned. Yeah. And then he came back. Like, I don't know. Leave to, it at that. To quote the... I don't need to know about black magic shit or anything like that. To We're quote good. Colin Quinn, I don't give a care. <laughs> Okay, everybody, hope you're still sticking around with us as we go into our next topic now. It is our Big Four of Horror. You're going to pick your four favorite horror movies or your four favorite slashers, and you're going to list why they're important to horror. Now, this is going to be where each of us sound off on our four favorite horror movies. That's what the subject is this week, Big Four. I'm pretty sure everyone in here is a heavy metal fan, so... Mm. Big Four is obviously a take on the Big Four of metal. <laughs> so, uh, I thought you were talking about my dick. <laughs> <laughs> All four of them. All four of them. <laughs> All four dicks. <laughs> I, I was hoping you were going to say it was just like a wheel of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so I'm going to go first. Uh, number four, for me, I'm going to say Scream. Okay. Okay. Um... Number three, I'm going to say Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, okay. Number two, I'm going to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right, all right. And obviously, because I love Halloween, number one is going to be Halloween. Right. Can really quick to say, are you saying the whole franchise or a specific Nightmare on Elm Street? The, I mean... I'll, I'll just go franchise. Go franchise. Franchise. franchise or character. Same Screams, I guess, too. Yeah, Scream, I mean, yeah, it's the franchise, man. Okay. Well, yeah, they have a shitty TV show. Oh, yeah, now they do. Okay. On five seasons, episodes in, it's uh, <laughs> different mask. Yeah, it's not a fucking blow up doll. No, I can see that, especially like Scream is definitely a great newer kind of slasher movie. I mean, yeah. for, I'd say for when we were growing up, it was original. That was one of the first movies that came out when I was a kid that like it came is, out when I was a yeah. kid that like scared the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean,. I had some nightmares on that one, too. Yeah, yeah I remember, so, like... I mean, I don't want to date anybody in this room, but Larry is probably a little older than all of us. Yeah, I know. I was just <laughs> saying, man. Like, holy shit. I was, like, in high school when this came out. <laughs> um, you know, I agree with everything Pindy said. Like, Scream. Oh. Like, you growing up and probably getting oh. to see, like, horror trailers for, um, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 or... Yeah. You know, I remember seeing the trailer Which for West Craven's. Impossible to find. I got it. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Yeah, I have a tough one to find. Um, I just want to let you guys know that. Um, Was it All in the Family? Yeah. <laughs> and also with um, Scream, 
like Vinny was saying, it was kind of like our, our version. Our, God damn it. it! It was the version of slasher movies that like Pindy and I got to, and Luco probably. Got our to. generation. That's yeah. slasher. It was our generation's. You know, you got to see people get scared by it for the first time. Rather yeah, than exactly. Like, I don't know, having someone tell me like, "Oh, this is this is Halloween. This is Michael Myers." Like other people playing like, "Oh, this, what, what the hell is this?" And then. It's still not fully knowing it. Because, I mean, when you first saw the first one, I mean, you kind of knew what the story was for the first one. That's why I like the screen thing, too, is because, like, when you go on to the other ones, there really is a loose base like, yeah. origin to it. Continuity like, isn't, is, isn't is precise. It's not like it just has to be Freddy. It just has to be yeah. Jason. I like the yeah. fact that it can be psycho mom boyfriend yeah. from... Or any know, other tertiary character yeah. it's, in, it's in the movie. One of, one Jealous ex-girlfriends. One of my most beloved memories about Scream, and, you know, this is a very odd family moment. Um, I remember when we rented the movie, it was me, my two sisters, my mom, and my dad. We had ordered pizza, and we were nice. all watching the movie together. And, you know, my dad's not a real big horror fan. Like, he, you know, he's very, very old school. Like, he likes westerns and everything. Uh, um, no wrong with that? No, yeah, no, no. But the thing that I will always remember um, that is, makes me smile was we were watching this movie, and right when Drew Barrymore is, like, just at her peak of being terrified, she's gotten these calls, um, our doorbell rang, and our doorbell <laughs> was... Uh, um, you know, it, it's like an old school apartment doorbell. It's just like a bell that just, you know, rings rapidly. Um, but the funniest thing was it rang right after her phone rang, or the doorbell went off right after her phone rang in the movie. So we're all like tensed <laughs> up in our doorbell ring and every one of us jumped. <laughs> and I will always remember that. It's like one of the greatest family memories I have. Cool. And um, who was it? This pizza guy. Yeah, right, there you go. <laughs> and he didn't die. The pizza yeah. guy always gets it, doesn't he? Well, that's good. All right, Larry? I was under the impression that, like, the big, your big four horror movies that you like, not maybe series, or is that more of the Dude, case? branch off to what you want, man. Uh, oh, like, my big four of horror, just even growing up, what I would have to say, uh, the first one I'll go into is The Thing, mm. which is a creepy movie, and the special effects still hold up today. Uh, my second one is... Are you talking about the Carpenter or the RKO production? The Carpenter okay. one, of course. Yeah, that's that's the much superior out of all, yes, all of the, the Thing movies. Uh, my second one would be Creepshow. Um, it's just a good mixed grab bag of all these different monsters that uh, you're afraid of when you're a kid, even. And my third one is Dawn of the Dead, right. which I think is the grandfather of all zombie movies. And every zombie movie could be based on. I'm not even talking about Night of the Living Dead, which I think is a great movie, but Dawn of the Dead took it to another level. And my number four, I think, my this is what I think personally, Aliens, I think is the best movie ever made. Aliens or yeah, Alien said, the whole series? Not the, uh, whole, not the whole series, <laughs> just the James shebang. Cameron. Okay. Uh, the James Cameron one, I think, I, I, it's personally my favorite movie of all time. Of all time, I like that. All time. I like that because I have something good that goes with that all one right, too. All right, perfect. Wonderful. Um, you know what, Larry? I I like your picks. I oh, do thank too. You. 
because there's something for especially with creep show like there's something oh, yeah. for everybody because mm-hmm. not everybody likes zombie movies not everybody likes slasher movies some people like old school monster movies mm-hmm. some people like the old school ghost story and you know that's why creep show is really cool it's just yeah. like you said it's a mixed bag of it's everything it's a great mixed bag and um, all the stories are good the thing is i i love that movie it's great I, you now, know, when you said RKO, you mean the original, original from way back when? The 50s with one, With the yeah. mon, the guy that looked like Frankenstein. Yeah, I'm not talking about the from out of I nowhere. I know that RKO. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, RKO Productions, and you know, that's, why I did, that's why I did the really shitty voice, which uh, I guess was a total miss. <laughs> now, have you seen the newer The Thing? Ah, uh, the, the prequel? I loved it. I liked it, too. I, I the I first time too. I saw it, I had no idea... But then I was like, wait a second, this takes place before... Before, yeah. Because I thought it was a remake, so uh, I was kind of like, fuck this shit, you know? You're going to remake the thing? Exactly, but yeah, then you can't remake it. seeing it's, you know, it's supposed to take place beforehand, I was like, whoa, this was the camp that they went to, yep. and this is where it originated. The continuity this is, is the so story. good in that it's movie. It's wonderful. There's that's the best part, too. Like, the continuity is like, they matched up pretty... The axe in the wall. There's an axe in yeah, the wall, and they come blood. back... A when they find made, a big yeah. chunk of ice with the, the middle missing, yeah, because that's where it came from, it's yeah. perfect. It's and everyone, it's great. And, and I like it a lot, it was, And yeah. let's not forget the dog. Yeah. That son of a bitch. Well, the dog, the dog was what was carrying the thing to the new outpost. Like That's what yeah, brought the attention yeah. of so every dog survive. Yes, it did. Yeah, animal. Until <laughs> yeah, until, until the, until the animal. Yeah, but, but in the words of Wilford Brimley, that's no dog. That's imitation. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know the thing. Also, one more thing. One more one thing. thing. <laughs> um, the special effects of that movie. You know, a real was it a uh, Rick Rob, Baker? Rob, Rob Botin? Bo, uh, Rob Botin or Botine is the special effects, except for the dog scene, which was Stan Winston. Okay, Carpenter's version. Carpenter's version, yes. Yes. You know, I I think CGI effects now just take a lot out of, you know, you can't capture... um, The practical effects. You can capture it, it's just, it's more impressive. To quote the Joker, you can't get all the little, you know, emotions that go with, like, he said that in the movie. (laughs) Shut the fuck up! (laughs) Okay, to paraphrase the Joker... Um, seeing a CGI effect, I'm pretty sure, like, from an actor's point of view, I mean, I'm not an actor, but, you know, I, I would say from my point of view, if I saw someone plunging a knife into me, you know, I would act terrified because that's a terrifying thing. With a CGI effect, it's, okay, hold the knife, bring it down about four inches, see that blue piece of paper on her? Just hold (laughs) it right there, we're gonna do the rest via computer. This green thing. And, I mean, that movie, just, like, watching, uh... You know, the head come off and crawl away is yeah. amazing. Oh. The, the fact that the they couch actually, scene is they amazing. Made it. That was actually <laughs> something someone made I mean, as opposed to just putting into a computer. That and, scene, that scene is so iconic that it's actually a fucking action figure that was... I, I don't know if it was released with... Um, I own it. <laughs> I own it. I own it. I own it. <laughs> That's going to be your catchphrase for this show. I own it. Well, I collect action figures, so I have a lot of this stuff. Do you have a number, like an estimate of how many... Like, uh, I'd have to range it at about three thousand now. Holy Whoa. shit! I've Whoa! Yeah, he, I've seen pictures. Uh, of that's pictures. that's impressive, my Thank friend. You, yeah. 
I, I want to shake your hand. Oh, here, here you come. <laughs> 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 I know how many toys it's held. Yeah. Yeah, how many hands <laughs> this action figure has bought? <laughs> this is the cash hand. <laughs> okay, uh, Pindy, you're next. Um, as I said, I do have to agree with a lot of yours. Creep show. I'm, I mean, definitely up there for me in Dawn of the Dead. Um, Friday the 13th, I mean, is like my favorite horror movie. The first one to me is an outstanding horror movie in itself. Um, in the series, I like just because, again, like I said before, to me, it really does a good job of not kind of putting itself in one area. Like, I mean, it kind of goes off to, like, supernatural elements. Um, I mean, where it's just a, a slasher movie. Like, I mean, it has, like, a lot of different parts to it. What else is there? Uh, Dead Alive. Oh, again, Dead Alive. Alive. <laughs> the lawnmower uh, yeah, decapitation scene? One of my, again, <laughs> Friday the 13th, that's probably my... My favorite horror movie that's not like a series movie or anything. Like, have you seen the like the director's director's cut of that? I don't know. I don't think. Oh, so. Oh, you don't know about oh. that? Oh, well, give a little backstory. Uh, Peter, well, Peter Jackson's from New Zealand, and he yeah. directed that movie. Well, there's his uncut version of it. It's called Brain Dead. That was the original name okay. of the movie. And there are extra scenes that weren't in the U.S. Now, the U.S. released two different versions of that movie: an unrated and a rated version. I've seen both of them, and the rated version just destroys the movie because they cut out all the gore. They cut out 12 to 15 minutes of the gore. That lawnmower scene, two seconds long. Oh, really? What? Yes. That's, what, that's what's the most memorable scene in a whole movie. Exactly. It was the bloodiest scene in horror movies yeah. for like and, the longest time. And the priest scene cut down to like 12 seconds. It was horrible. Really? So yeah, there's three different versions of that movie out there. So what's, what's the difference with the, the brain dead one? The Brain Dead one uh, includes an extra scene of uh, the biker zombie that gets killed in the cemetery. I forgot oh, exactly yeah, what there's yeah. another scene with him in it where he comes down the stairs when before like he gets caught on the yeah. There's a longer scene of him like putting that together and walking down where his torso really? is just on his legs. Uh, okay, there's a bunch of, they there's have a, that in the uncut version. That, that, is that, that yeah. I think it's a little. It might be a little longer, but yeah, there's a there's. A few more scenes that are a little longer and a little bloodier. Yes, yeah, again, yeah, that movie to me is just outstanding. Again, it has that that whole like kind of comic kind of feel to oh, yeah. it. It has that like uh, like humor to it, but like like really slapsticky yeah, it's, kind it's of not, Three Stooges it's, stuff. It's not it. a movie yeah. that takes itself too seriously. No, no not at all. Like, and you know what, uh, when he, when his mom eats the dog, yeah, your yeah, mother ate my, my dog. dog. Like, yeah, come on. yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't take it too one, seriously. One scene that sticks out from that movie in my mind the most is when he's having I think it was breakfast with his mother and uh, the fucking boil oh, the pops oh re- yeah into the what was it the pudding pudding yeah <laughs> what no I pudding had a, had a good pudding <laughs> <laughs> that scene <laughs> rich and creamy yeah. <laughs> yeah that scene I was just like oh yeah yeah no, that's what I mean like that movie's just so great because yeah it's, it's funny it's gross it's Absolutely. gory it's to me, yeah, it's, again, it's kind of like we're like creep show. We're like it's just a great. It's got all these different like parts of horror just well put together. And yeah, I mean when you think about uh, Peter Jackson did it, like that's uh, in itself is kind of cool. When no. I mean you kind of throw that in people's faces, I, and they're like, oh yeah. I've been a huge, huge fan of Peter Jackson. Yeah. Frighteners, Frighteners, Frighteners. Oh yeah, that was a great movie. Michael J. Yeah. Fox. Bad Ooh. taste. Oh, did I yeah, you seen yeah. that? That was his first movie. So I've been a bit fan of his way before the Lord of the Rings movies even came oh, out. Yeah. I was like. When I saw that the Frighteners was coming, I was like, "Oh my 
got Peter Jackson has a movie coming out. It's going to theaters. I gotta see this. Oh yeah. This was I must have been fifteen when that happened. So, so you guys right. were like eight. Two, <laughs> right? Yeah. My next one is uh, Evil Dead. I mean, yeah. I'll just say that. I mean, if you want to do all of them too, I'll just say like I'll just say even like Army of Darkness and stuff. If you want to do like all of them, that's. Um, but I, count it. I love yeah, the first absolutely. one. Uh, I mean, even up to the one that they redid with like the reboot. I thought the reboot was awesome. The reboot was good, it um, was. especially again for how many crappy ones that come out. Like I thought it was, it was great. They had little bits and pieces of like the original in it, but like didn't overdo it. Like I mean, where it was like, oh okay, so this is actually. Like, it's it, there were parts where I was watching it too, and I felt myself almost thinking like, okay, so who's gonna be Ash? Like, and then the whole time, you, find, you figure out, like, there's not really... No, and that's great. Right. I like that. Yeah, exactly. They didn't try to try to duplicate what they did before. They right. took it in a, a better, series, scarier version. And the series they're coming out with looks awesome. Yeah, it looks yeah. goofy and shit like all, like the other original. I yeah. think Bruce Campbell's done an amazing job with, like, sticking to, like, B-horror and, like... Yeah, he has a horror con coming uh, with the Wizard World coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, in August. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he, he's done a great job with even, like, other horror movies he's done. Like, he's he's a really good, like, actor. And he's, yeah. he does a really good job of making fun of himself. And Absolutely. Oh, yeah. One thing I want to touch on with what you said, the remake was really good. I really enjoyed it. But it's something about the original that you can't capture in a remake. You know, it's it, it's something so intimate about you knowing it's just... Well, that's why I don't think it's really a remake. To me, it's more of, again how they keep using reboot. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's a reboot, but to me, it's a really well done well, reboot. There, there's a new one they're throwing around. It's called recalibration. Well, <laughs> recalibration. That's like again, if you yeah. want to get with metal and subgenres. Like, yeah, exactly. But, um, um, but like, I think again, they they have they have the dodge in there. They do the scene with her getting raped by the vines and stuff. But again, it's not exactly the same. But it's so fucking creepy the as bridge, hell. The bridge being washed out. Yeah. Again, they. they they do it so well that, I mean, they don't have, and they, they take certain parts out. Like, they don't have, like, the the, uh, the hillbilly and his girlfriend and stuff like that. Like, there's there's certain parts that they don't have a dancing skeleton and crap like that. Like, it's, the one thing that I really loved that they kept in the movie was how creepy, um, I forget her name in the movie, was it the Linda character who they locked in the cellar? She was the first one to get possessed. How creepy they left her. Like in the oh, original, yeah. in the original, her transformation is just it's fucking yeah, well, yeah. Eyes. I mean, it's just that. That's what I love the most about the the retelling of it was okay. I'm glad they kept that in because that oh, yeah. that is one of the most. It's like you have someone who's just spectating the entire time, and um, but what I was saying earlier is like there was something special about the magic of. It being just Bruce Campbell, those three other characters, oh, and yeah. the director there. I mean, that goes back to even, again, like, independent movies. I mean, the first one they did, they did with a low budget. That's what they went back and I mean, did the second they one. actually... Because they had a bigger budget and could do more special effects stuff and all that. Like, I mean, it's... Here's how independent <laughs> the first movie was. When Ash is shooting at the Deadite towards the end of the movie... They held up a dummy and used a real fucking shotgun. <laughs> like they actually fired a shotgun. They would never imagine no, even no. like thinking after what happened to fucking Brandon, Brandon Lee. Lee yeah. They would never, yeah. you know, as it, it, unfortunate of an accident as it was. I mean, 
Look at what all that did. That completely altered the gross yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not laughing about it his was, death. I'm just oh, laughing. Oh, dude, I was, so, I was so bummed when that happened. But, uh, yeah, I guess my last one, um, I mean, mostly because, yeah, like, I mean, Creepshow and John of the Dead would probably be my other two. I really like, again, the first Hellraiser. The series, there, it's kind of like, <laughs> she's kind of like Leprechaun to me, where they're yeah. just kind of like, let's see where we can toss them. Like, Pinhead's yeah. going to space. Space, like, or uh, he's going to a kegger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I saw, like, they, again, it's another movie, Which another movie where they tried, yeah, did. <laughs> they tried to bring back with, like, handy cams. I think they did, they did one a couple years ago, which it wasn't all handy cams, but it was, like, footage where they had, like, I think it was, like, parts of, like, them, the, them all coming together, and they had it on camera. It was really weird, and he, like, possessed someone. Um, I forget what it was called, but it was the latest one. And it oh, was, uh, Hell World, I think it was, is that the name of that one? Maybe. Or cyber? cyber? That, that's the same one, Hell World. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's, I think that's the one. Well, they also tried to remake that series, too, and they, oh, they failed they miserably failed because, miserably on that one. you know, without Doug Bradley, it's like Kane Hunter and Jason. There's only one guy that can play, that knows that character inside and out. Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and really, that's what I mean, like, that first one to me, it, it just stands so well, just because it's such a, a creepy story, and when they all, like, at the end, they all just surround him, and you don't know, aside from Pinhead, who's, I mean, obviously the most, like, seen throughout the movie, you don't know where all these other people are coming from and shit. Like yeah, you don't know the origin of, you know, Butterball or... Yeah. Butterball. Chatterer. Chatterer. Um, what were the xenobites? Xeno Cenobites. Cenobites. Yeah. And that's what's really creepy to me is that that it's yeah I mean, in that one especially like there's just this whole world that hasn't been explained yet that you see, and it's kind of like the mystery of the movie too. Like I mean, there's this box that you obviously open up another world to, but you don't really know anything about it. So to me, that was the whole best part about like, you know, the first movie. One thing that was really cool, um, you know, say what you want to about the series later on. Um, which goes everywhere and it does. Makes no you know sense. what though? One one movie <laughs> yeah. I did but like. That's a lot horror too. It's like yeah. yeah. One one movie uh, in that one movie in that series I really liked was Inferno. Um, I thought Inferno was a really um, well written movie. Like it, maybe it the care the actors didn't translate it well, but you know that it speaks really closely to like the first the first uh, movie. You know, with Frank. Frank was uh, say it's me, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> he's the best part. He wears a suit. He's all bloody. Yeah. <laughs> um, just how that movie was like. Frank was just a sex addict, and that's all he wanted was pleasure. In Inferno, you have a guy who is just kind of addicted to power, and you know, Hellraiser or Pinhead rather plays kind of like a moral character of, okay, you want power, this is what the cost is going to be. You're going to isolate your family, and they're going to be left out in the cold. And I don't want to give away the movie, but that's a big part of it. <laughs> <laughs> if you um, haven't seen it yet... Yeah, you shouldn't be listening yeah, to the right? podcast, if you're... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the one with the poor man's David Boreanaz, right? Yes. The guy from, uh, the and guy then, from uh, Nightbreed, Craig Sheffer. Nightbreed. Right? And, then, uh, and then let's not forget uh, the, the lost Totoro brother, Nicholas. Oh, Nick. Oh, uh, poor Nick. Yeah. What? Poor Nick. That's all you can say. <laughs> the only thing I got to throw in about Hellraiser is I really enjoyed Bloodline, 
And my favorite line is Jesus wept. Yes, that was off the first one. That one's where he's oh, just all hung up there. Like, Jesus wept. Yes! <laughs> you know, oh, yes! He has. That's one thing I do love about Pinhead. He has so many lines that are quotable. Um, like in the in uh, the third one, when he walks into the church and you know he just assaults the priest, he grabs the cross and says, "Thou shalt not worship any branded image." And the priest just falls down. <laughs> he pulls the pin out of his head and pricks his hands, holds his hands up, crucifix style, tilts his head. I mean, that was just. Like, the vision I got when I saw that, I was just blown away. Um, three's a good one. I like three. Three three is fantastic. What was the... Awesome Hellbound? set of boobs. Hellbound? Is it Hellbound the third one, I think? Hellbound's the second one. Hellbound's the second one. The second one was terrible. Uh, I'm just going to put that out there. You didn't like the second one? <laughs> it made no sense. It made zero sense, the whole flick. It was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> okay, so... All right, we'll go. When you say big four, I'm going to give you the most cliche big four. And, you know, I liked everyone's picks, but these are the big four in my eyes. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, number four. Nightmare on Elm Street, number three. Yes. Friday the 13th, number two. And Halloween, my personal favorite, at number one. But I have some notable mentions. So when you say big four, those are the big four. In my eyes, that's horror. That's the cornerstone. Cornerstone. Cornerstone of horror movies, but I'm going to swap out Texas Chainsaw Massacre for my all-time favorite movie, which isn't per se horror, but I'm going to go Predator and that yeah. whole series. Oh, um, yeah. That's definitely oh, horror. So good. So good. And then it's I have like some... a monster movie. Like it's, yeah. yeah. And it's quotable. Oh, yeah. It's the most quotable <laughs> movie. I quote that in almost my everyday life. Huh. I, I try and find something to quote from that movie. So, uh, someone, someone cuts you up. You son you of a bitch. son of a bitch. <laughs> The, uh, I had some notable mentions. Yeah, the thing I had on there, Alien. And then what we haven't even touched on is growing up, Child's Play was another uh, oh, good one. I hated so. that movie growing up. <laughs> because you just want to punt Chucky. Well, because but... it took place in Chicago and it used to be named Andy. And, then, <laughs> and I remember the first time I watched Ruined it. Ruined my childhood. I remember the first time I watched it. I was with my mom and I was just, like, just kept looking. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, why are we watching here's, here's the funny thing about Child's Play. I hear everyone say, I would just kick him. Yeah. You know what? If a fucking little doll, a ginger doll, was running after you, yeah. you would be terrified. I don't yeah. care who you are. Your yeah. only defense is to kick it, though. You're terrified to the point that the only thing you can do is just kick. If running isn't an option, kick. All right, yeah. so if you're Any afraid of dolls, you'll do that. But what if a big-ass spider came after you? Would you kick it? Uh, is it kickable? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a spider this big. That's bigger than Chucky, though. Uh, well, something to throw at it. <laughs> something to... St- I would just... Like well, nice in that case, yeah. I would Okay, what if it was the size oh, of Chucky really about Chucky was on all fours? <laughs> like... If Chucky just crawled okay. around like yeah, that's that. a well, that's a big fucking spider. Then. A, big, like, a kick is not gonna do shit that, at that point. If it's that's, like, <laughs> why? Now we're now we're comparing apples to oranges <laughs> over here. Uh, Chucky and a fucking and, and you know, giant you know spider. All right, next topic. You know, I just want to say one thing. The thing that's good about Chucky is just how just it was just a notable mention. It's getting so much yeah. love. I love it. Um, you know what? I will say this, on the subject of movies that are, you know, being redone, uh, The Curse of Chucky, for being a directed DVD movie, was really fucking good. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Um, I thought, you know, it was a really good reintroduction to Chucky being frightening, like the way he's meant to be. 
I mean, the thing that made Chucky creepy in the 80s movie was just the way he looked. Like, when they did the scenes of him just standing up, it's like, God damn it, that doll looks creepy. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, Chucky's also a mixed bag, too, because he's not just a slasher. Like, in the first one, it was heavily into black magic and voodoo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, it got drifted away to, all right, we're going to make this really slapstick and really funny. Freddy Krueger, of course, got, yeah. I think, a bit more popular when he started being funny. Just goofy, dumb shit. Well, when he became a household name, that's like, you know. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. on, like, Late Night with Arsenio Hall and shit. And it's well, like, Jason was victim of that, too. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I, they're trying to be funny. Jason doesn't talk. <laughs> with, with the Child's Play, with the new one, what I did, like, also is it gave you some backstory of why he's actually there. You know, it's like, oh, that was, he was banging out Chick's mom or whatever. So I thought that was like, oh, okay, it all comes together full circle. But I, I one more thing I just have to say on Predator that I'm, the mask in the first one, I wish they would bring back the first mask. I think that's the best mask. I just want to go on that. And it pisses me off with Aliens vs. Predator. They do the stupid, eh, it's not stupid because I still love them, but the different styles of masks and I just want oh, to know, go back to the original masks. I thought it was awesome. I liked it. Uh, I it only was after I found out, because at first I was kind of like, oh, they're just ripping off the first one. But I found out that the director was such a huge fan of the first one that he wanted to tastefully use as many quotes as he could from the first one and incorporate it into the new one. So I was like, okay, well, that's fucking awesome then. That would be like if I was remaking Predator, not remaking, but making my own Predator movie, but the first one was so awesome that I want to incorporate some of those awesome yeah. lines from the first one. So yeah. I liked it just that much more once I found that out. I'll give Predators. Uh, Predators deserves a lot of credit because they did something that I didn't see coming in a movie. Absolutely. Um, you know, you realize everyone in that movie is, you know, the baddest of the battle of you. You, know, you mm-hmm. have Yakuza, you have mercenaries. And then you have... The Tof- cartel. The cartel. And then you have Topher Grace who you're like... Okay, what the fuck is his deal? Exactly. And then you find out he's a fucking serial killer. Yeah. Like, one of the most notorious serial killers. And it it was such a twist. Yeah, it was a good twist. When something like that happens, you're like, God, that was fucking brilliant. Like It was so simple. But at the same time, you're like, oh, that explains everything. It explains why you know so much about anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what really took it a step above Predator. is because Predator was essentially an action movie. I mean, this was an action movie, but it had that, I mean, kind of intelligence to it where, like, at the end, you're like, oh, shit. Like, with Predators, you just, you knew what was going on. It's not like at the end, you're like, oh, shit. Like, (laughs) this one, you at least, like, again, and again, it shows that, I mean, as far as, again, how cliche and stupid it sounds, like, you can never judge a book by its cover type thing. Like, I mean, it's... Absolutely. Like, when that movie was first introduced, like... We got a new one. We got a new predator. Who's the star? Adrian Brody. Like, oh yeah, he'll stick up in uh, Arnold's shoes. Like, and yeah, when I first saw him, like, Adrian Brody was like the hip actor at the time, not like the hip actor. <laughs> then, um, then he, he started was, eating, so he started drinking a lot of muscle milk, and he built some mass. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> when, I, when I first heard Adrian Brody, I'm like, Adrian Brody is a bitch. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, what do you? What? And then the it's beans. actually, it's, it's like. Whoa, actually, um, he kind of fucked up. If they made a... I want to also throw out there... If they made a Predator 3 directly after Predator 2, Kurt Russell. 
Yes. Wow. Wow. You know what? You know who should have been on that goddamn planet? Snake Plissken. Yeah. Snake Plissken. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else want to add anything? I think I think we touched a lot yeah, of bases. Yeah, we we touched yeah. some a lot of things. A lot of genre, and we touched touched a lot of like subgenre, just like the metal, a lot of subgenre. And right, cool. Yes, I think it was. I'm, was I, I'm going to say I'm a little disappointed that a cult classic did not make anyone's list. It got very close to mine, but it, please Phantasm. do tell. Phantasm. Phantasm is another movie where the storyline was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you know, every one, single it, one. It got yeah. no goddamn sense. The first one was really, you know, Angus Grimm. He's just a menacing character. Yeah. One the tall man? going to almost make my list. The next Hellraiser was Reanimator. Reanimator? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good one, too. Well, you know what, though? That's also, that's also, you know, one of those movies that we're not going to take ourselves too seriously. We're going to make a good movie, but we're going to put some humor into it. We're going to, you know... Yeah, and it's not like in-your-face humor. It's kind of, I mean, it's... It's not like subtle humor, but it's not like like stupid slapstick humor. Yeah, I mean it kind of is, but like well, like the dead cat in the fridge. Like I don't know, like, it's funny, but it's, it's funny because it's a dead cat in the fridge. Oh, that's so upset. Yeah, don't watch that movie. It is. Um, he comes back alive, so though. Yeah. One thing that <laughs> comes I, back reanimator comes yeah, back to life. He's got a human. One ending, part right? of that movie that I will laugh hysterically at every time I see. I'll laugh like a fucking idiot when I see it. Um, it's right when they're having like the big brawl with all the corpses, <laughs> and um, I forget the doctor's name. The the doctor that was basically West. Ha- West, yes. They're trying to take out West from behind, and he just feels something coming, so they just lift the head up, and it's just, <laughs> just the look of the face on West at that point was funny. They try and take. Well, I I I'd have to say that he makes those movies just like Freddie, like uh, Robert England. Yeah. Well. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and everything. He, I think, he made that movie, and the, the movies after, good, and uh, watchable. You know, there's a certain thing to be yeah. said about, and you know what, this is going to be a future episode. Um, Let's hear it. It's about changing lead actors that have done these roles for so long. Like, you know, obviously Robert England, Kane Hodder, they can't do Freddie and Jason forever. You know. Yeah. Kane Hodder is, you know. Mid fifties right now probably. Yeah, he's he's getting up there. He's I don't do that though because he still does. A, again, he did Hatchet. Like, yeah, yeah you know what? Don't tell me you can't be Jason, but then you're just gonna be fucking what's his name? Uh, Indeed, that's a fucking fantastic point. Uh, Crowley, Max Crowley, or something. Yeah. Anton. Alistair. Al. No, Alistair Crowley's a real person. Those are the Satanists. Anton Crowley is. Tillon Salmo and Necrophagia. Yeah, right. It's Crowley. It's something Crowley. Anton Crowley. Well, it's just certain things. That's his, that's his name. Uh, like, it's certain things face. they do. Like, okay, one thing that's interesting. There has not been one actor, one steady actor to play Michael Myers. It's been yeah. someone different. And that's also something that kind of fucks it up, too, because what's one thing he's known for is that head tilt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's you get a stunt guy who, okay, I watched Oh, Halloween. that's not true. Actually, Rob Zombie's version had. Okay, yeah. All right. But. Yeah, it was the same guy. It was the same Halloween guy. It was the same character. It was the same Okay, uh, so yeah, that's a good, thank you for correcting me. Aside from him, it, there was really no one else. It was just a bunch of different, yeah, I mean, every single they had the same actors, guy. but not in consecutive movies. Right. right. Wait, they did? Yes. Um, Halloween 4 and Halloween 6, the guy who played Michael Myers was the same. Really? Yeah, they replaced well, he, him in 4 okay. with somebody else. That actually makes sense, because he looks 
like different an asshole. You look like an asshole on 4 and 6, okay? Okay. All right. Okay, everybody, after that uh, spirited debate we had, um, we're going to go into our next segment, which is movie reviews. Um, this is a movie we've all seen recently. Um, it is actually part of the new generation of supernatural horror, I would say. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that or not. Um, it's called It Follows. Now, people either love or hate this movie. Um, there's no in-between. As Pindy would say, there's no... Eh. Um, I will say that I liked it for the most part. Um, I really enjoyed the fact that they put a lot of thought into the cast and character development. Um, even the small things that they do in the movie, like when uh, the main character is just talking and she's like fiddling with grass. Like... You know, even in this room now, we're just, you know, jib-jabbing about stupid shit. You know, we're looking around. It's The thing I like, it's actually things that people do. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if I could sum this movie up, I would say, I would say this. If I was in charge of a church group for abstinence, <laughs> this is a movie I would show up. It's an STD movie. Let's yeah, it's an STD. And, and Larry, movie. how many dicks? Uh, there was one dick I caught in yep. that movie. <laughs> I caught a good. I think there's two boobs and one dick. So all right, that's a good. Someone uh, the dick and boob himself. count. I'm glad yeah. I don't remember. We should dick. we should ask yeah. every movie. Dude, the dick and boob, 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 boob count. He was standing yeah. on the house. Yeah, I know. It's like hey. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, all he had to do was go hey. And it was daytime too. Just like, hanging out. So uh, how I feel about yeah, this. Yeah, can you see me? <laughs> Uh, it's gonna rain. But it was creepy. It was a creepy dick scene. It, it was so, creepy. I, I personally loved the movie. Uh, loved it. I did. I, I did. Well, I've seen it twice. Oh, all, right, all right. So I can see all not the a, things I missed the first not time. Not a around. movie I would go back and watch again, but okay. You know what? There's there's a lot of stuff you miss in that movie. Oh, yeah. It's really creepy. Yeah, that's uh, why I watched it the second time. The first time I watched it, it was definitely one of those things where I'm kind of like, okay, what's going on? Yeah, it's always one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you watch it, when you finish it, yeah, you're like. There's stuff that I missed. Like, yeah. there's stuff that you were almost like, I know I missed stuff. Yeah. Like, and there was, uh, there's the one scene right in the beginning of the movie where there's a shot of the camera does a 360. With the girl running and out the of the house. And the girl runs out of the house. You see her run out of the house. You hear the door slam. She runs. The camera pans away from the door. And then you hear the door open and slam again. And by the time the camera goes back around, there's nothing there. Isn't her dad out there? No, her dad comes later in the car. Who was that girl? The girl who do later on dies and on the beach who just kind of gets oh, Okay. Sorry if you haven't seen this before. Well, I mean, that's within right the first the five minutes. Exactly. Okay. So that's what really creeped me out was the first five minutes of this movie and that camera shot, hearing that door slam and seeing nothing there, knowing that girl sees something coming after her. Then you I, can't you know see it. I think I will have to watch that again. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, the first time... When I saw the trailer, I'm like, whoa, this movie looks really fucking awesome. I can't wait till this comes out. And then I watched the movie, you know, probably months later because I, you know, put it on hold and it hadn't been out yet. And by the time I watched it, I was like, you start watching the movie and I'm like, what the fuck? What what was this movie about? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but now that you said that, yeah, okay. There's there's a few scenes do, in there. There's I do a like scene. the bed backwards and broken. Yeah. <laughs> scene or, in the beginning. Uh, there's the there well there's there's a, quite a few scenes where you just kind of miss something, and I 
I loved it. I, I thought it was somewhat of a throwback, a little bit to how it was filmed, like John Carpenter yeah. style with music. Yeah, yeah. I thought the music was pretty good. The music was great. great. Kind of like in the whole genre that's coming out with like your next. Yeah, and exactly. uh, the guest. If you guys have ever seen that, yeah, movie. Yes. yeah, an awesome, like, awesome, beautiful movie, awesome soundtrack. Awesome really soundtrack. Yeah, the back. guest had a great soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite tips of the cap, you know, in this movie again as to Halloween is when she's sitting in class and she just looks out the window and you just see this old woman in a hospital gown just slowly walking towards her yeah and she looks again and still there I mean for for those that don't know the plot of the movie um, what Pindy was saying about it being an STD movie is um, it's basically this curse that is passed through. That it follows. Yeah. It, that it's just passed through sex. You know, someone bangs you and... Bangs you out? Well, okay. And again, to go, I, I like it and I, I don't like it. To me, I thought the ending was kind of meh. Ah, that's what I loved about the ending. Well, I like the ambiguous. ending. Ambiguous. It, it left, it left off know. a two. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, see, it still it, follows? No. Yeah, see, I would, <laughs> see, this is one of those <laughs> movies. <laughs> I think you're supposed to have that kind of like... Yeah. It's like the wrestler. Does he die? Does he not? No, it's good. Like with it follows. You don't know if it's over. And plus, this this is one of those movies where I've watched it. And I'm like, I want more, but I don't want a sequel. Kind yeah, of like, exactly. Kind that's, of, I think that's kind of like the movie, like the movie Drive. I feel the same way. That movie ends. You're like, I want more, but I don't want a sequel. Yeah. ever. Because yeah. it left it perfect. It left it at that cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I guess is a good point for it follows. And I do, like, again, because they do it very subtly, too. Mm-hmm. They, they do the, like, there's a scene where it's just walking and you don't see anything really behind him. And you see, like, the guy kind of mowing the lawn and you see him kind of yeah. lift his head and you're kind of yeah. like, was he going to start following him? Who knows? And well, then no, they, no. they cut back to him and you just see someone way down the street. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, all right, that's pretty creepy. Yeah. Like, Zero and again, it's great. And there's parts of that movie I love. Like, I love when... Um, when the chick first gets it, and the dude sits her down and pretty much gives her the rundown of like the do's and don'ts. <laughs> yeah. Explains the whole movie. And to me, again, that's the problem is she doesn't do that shit. That's why I mean, like, she doesn't. She banged from... out those three dudes on the boat. Yeah. And then the yeah. thing was like, oh, hey, I'm Took still there. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like, exactly. if, you, if you went to the, you know, the Bukaki gangbang, you know. Why not at the end of it? Why don't you like, hey, away, like, hey, just so you know, there's a curse, you guys are gonna die, so we'll fight, you know, just tell them. Tell them so that, you know, 24 hours later, you don't got, you know, the Ooh, thing so walking after you. Make a dude on your roof. Yeah, right? Make <laughs> a dick hanging out you on know, your roof. Another part of that movie that really creeped me out, um, I don't know how you would describe the specter entity, whatever it is, how it just behaves. Like, it it has this instinct of knowing, like, I'm not going to walk through a wall. I'm going to break your fucking window and get in your house that way. It's like the Terminator. Yeah. It, um, there's Terminator one scene, one scene, one scene in particular. It actually, it's a scene that kind of repeats itself. When she first gets cursed, her friends are with her. And, you know, glass breaks. And they're like, well, what the fuck was that? Yeah. It's that Stone Cold Steve Austin. But it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it's them trying to get in the house. Yeah, it's them, exactly. It's them trying and then it happens she, later on with Greg or whatever. Exactly. Across the street. Yeah. And, and she, she watches and it. she witnesses it all. She witnesses What's him mom? trying to yeah. open the, the door. Book, mom? Yeah. She trying to open the door and it can't open the door. So it looks I'm at her pick, too. I'm gonna pick up yeah. a rock and throw it through your fucking window. And just how it doesn't even try to climb, it just 
walks in and falls and rolls through the window. Um, it just something about that is just so primal. It, it is. It is, and it's it, organic. Yeah. Exactly. Also, it's like a zombie, but with a little bit more knowledge of how can I get in? One of the other fairly creepier parts of the movie, which I there there are two I'm going to point out right now. Um, one is when they're at her house and it just starts following her. The scene by the door oh. where her friend is just standing there and then all of a sudden... The tall man? Yeah. Yes. Just that one's good. slinks yeah. on right by her. That um, creeps me out too. The other part is when they're at the beach. Yeah. And you can yeah, see her. Yeah, yeah. You can see it behind her. And no like, one else can. Get up, bitch. And, Come on. Yeah, And all you see is just her hair, her ponytail lift up. And it, it something about that was just like, and that dude got bitch slapped like, yeah, he did. <laughs> and you know, it's more or, or less like it's it's not draining of your life force. It just wants to fucking kill you. Yeah, you know. The, it, yeah, there's parts of it though that are still ridiculous. Yeah. But that's you know, like that's, when they're in the pool, like at like the the high school pool, and they're just like. Throwing shit at the girl in the pool. See, I like stuff. that though. Like, that was crazy. Why don't you turn around and swim away? And like, they keep asking, like, "Who is the person coming after you?" And do you do you guys know who that person was? Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that was the dad. Yeah, and that's uh, but who knows what their dad did? Because there's no there's no adults in that movie. If there's there's one scene with an adult and her back's turned. It's the mom, I believe. No adults in that movie. Hmm. Then the one adult that does come. Is the dad and what did he do so horribly in Showed their life that they're not in there right now? Showed off his dick on the roof. So I mean, that's you how just I won't let that go. Yeah. <laughs> now, I thought that was. I mean, regardless of him being completely naked on the roof, that was that was a scary part. Like, yeah. and just the blank face he had was like, "Well, mm-hmm. what the fuck?" My question is, how the fuck did he get out of the roof in the yeah. first place? <laughs> what happened, Dad? Where are your clothes? <laughs> I'm up here shingling. <laughs> no, all in all, I'd say it was it was good. It was definitely a movie worth seeing. Yeah, give it a, give it a view. Give it a view. Just watch it and you know formulate your own opinion because we're just you know four jackasses sitting here really talking about. <laughs> and it. it is kind of a slower pace, so yeah. mind you. And yeah. I definitely agree with the fact that. that it's worth watching twice. Like, yep. I mean, and I, I will believe go back so. now. Don't, yeah. don't completely hate on it after the first time like I do with most things and just watch it a second well, time. Like, you know, like you said, I didn't even realize she banged those guys in the boat. I just... Yeah. Like, you know. yeah what do you think she did? Just swam out like, there and hung out hey, had a couple hey, beers and... Hey, did you catch a salmon yet? She's yeah. not, like, fully... Pro- <laughs> like, like, the dude who, like, got her, like, I mean, again, knew to sit her down, which you don't and know ex- how long it took him yeah. to pass it on to someone that didn't die. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't know how long. I like the fact too that you don't start seeing them right away. Mm-hmm. Like I like the fact that it like builds. Yeah. Like maybe like after the first day or two, like one will start following. Well, what is? What, and then it seems like more and more like what, start showing. What's up. the way he says? It says something is just coming at you at a straight line. Yeah. But you don't know where it is. Like you don't yeah. know or, how or far a straight like line or, away it yeah. is. Um. So yeah, like I said, you know. STD movies ago. Yeah. yeah. Movies ago. <laughs> <laughs> Herpes, it follows. This next and final segment we're going to get into for our first episode is called Hard to Find Horror. Um, with horror movies, you have so many different types. It's it's almost, like Penny said, it's almost like metal. There are subgenres for everything. Um, now, I 
decided to name this Hard to Find Horror because this one movie I'm going to talk about was incredibly hard to find. I had to scour the internet for a link just to fucking watch it. Um, it's called The Poughkeepsie Tapes. It was made in 2007. It's set in, obviously, Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, the central plot is basically documentary style with found footage, which is a very interesting combination because you get interviews, but then you get splices of what you're seeing from the killer's perspective of what he filmed during his uh, murder spree. Um, and as a horror fan, everyone has their own thing with horror. Some people like seeing blood and guts. Some people, you know, like the interesting kills. Some people, you know, love the ridiculousness of it. Uh, me, as a horror fan, I want to watch a horror movie and just be disturbed. Like, I want to feel uneasy, and whatever I'm watching, I want it to just fucking stop. And I can honestly say that after I watched this movie, I felt that way, because I was just that fucking creeped out by it that I just wanted it to end. And I'm starting to get chills just kind of talking about it, because it was just really, really takes you inside the mind of... A serial killer like whoever did this movie really studied up really did their homework um and it was it was a good watch and if you look online for it some people really blasted the movie probably because it's hard to find probably because you know it had a very limited theatrical run um i believe lionsgate at one time i think all of us can agree at one time lionsgate was like the owners of the horror franchise. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but Saw was, like Matt said, Saw and also, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, um, you know, some of the other movies like uh, See No Evil was Lionsgate. That was, you know, Kane's movie. The Kane one, yeah. Um, hey, they do a very good job. They, they actually see the worth of horror movies and they'll, they'll put them out. They'll, they'll make a profit off of them, but they... They really do get to get some of the stuff that won't get out to the masses, like Transformer movies or, or, yeah. or any kind of movie like that, which I, I really appreciate Lionsgate for doing. And, like and with Lionsgate, you know the quality is going to be good, and it's actually going to be... If the movie isn't the best, it's not going to be terrible. Exactly, yeah. It's so you're not like, fuck that, I would have just wasted an hour and a half on a terrible movie. If, it's a, if Lionsgate's puts it out, I've noticed most of the time, it's like, oh, it was either really good, it was pretty it's good, or it, was, say, it wasn't yeah. bad. It'll either look awesome, or it'll be a really cool story that could have, I mean, it could have had better production on it or something. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, Lionsgate has always seems to put out something. I mean, for the longest time, I'm not pissed that I for the longest it. time, you had uh, Universal, you know, Universal's obviously famous for the Universal Monsters. Yeah, mm -hmm. Universal Monsters. Um, and then you had... Paramount, which Paramount owned Night, uh, I'm sorry, not Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday the 13th for the longest time. And then, you know, it switched hands. And it seemed at one point all these fucking movie companies just merged together. Um, Line Cinema was. Yeah. I mean, Dimension for a while. Yeah, Dimension. Dimension for a, for a while was a real big contender because they had the rights to Halloween, which. No matter what, Halloween is going to make money. It's and they put out all the Scream movies that were yeah exactly they put out Scream and now it's really it's really cool to see a lot of these independent uh, film companies start up like uh, Shout Factory yeah Shout's um, really good I love them uh, Ghost House 
Ghost House. Ghost House is actually responsible for a lot of the, uh, a lot of like you know Insidious and a lot of the other supernatural movies. Yeah, which are actually really good. Yeah, I like the Insidious movies. I say that franchise has done pretty well. Yeah. Um, but okay, back to Poughkeepsie tapes. Yeah, um, tapes. tapes. Now, I I brought up how hard this movie was to find, and little did I know until about two hours ago that Larry actually fucking owned or owns a copy, and his wife actually saw it. Um, Larry, how did you come about getting this movie? Well, uh, I'm really not going to answer that because I don't want to implicate myself in any way. Did you just download it illegally? Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> uh, you have, well, obviously that movie's not making enough money. Because no one's seen it. And it's they haven't released it. It's hard to find. And I see it as a, a work of art. If I want to see a work of art, I'm going to go and try and find that work of art. I'm not going to wait for the Mona Lisa to come see me. I'm going to go out and see it myself. So if it's not available to me, I'm going to find it and I'm going to watch it. That's a pretty big comparison right there. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, artwork, that's how art is on how oh, yeah. perceive it. Like, yeah. I, like I've said, I've collected action figures, but I consider Sculptures. a lot of those art. Sculptures. They are. Like those old G.I. Joe packages, I think that's awesome artwork. Oh, yeah. And I have that display. Uh, As you should. <laughs> <laughs> Which with action figures, it's really awesome that I think it's what is it, reanimation or something? They've been putting out like those Yeah, the Funko, uh, Funko that's yeah, those are Those are really cool. Yeah, the throwback old action figures yeah. that they're doing. Five points of articulation, Star Wars kind of figures. Yeah, yeah. I, saying, I love that like people are kind of like, I mean, I hate like people who do retro shit and all that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, let's look to doing things new and creative, but I do like that because it fits a lot of that stuff well. Like, they do Escape from New York figures. Yeah, they do. That, like, that do, makes sense. Like, but then they'll do movies like Tomorrowland. Or, did, did they, did yeah, they yeah, put those out? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So they, it's, they did Big Trouble in Little China. There's a bunch of yes. that too. Fuck that makes yes sense to though. that movie. Yeah, one of my favorite movies growing up. But to oh, me, yeah. that makes sense <laughs> in those figures. Like, those make sense. I mean, but yeah, like they, uh, uh, what else? I saw some other, yeah, it was kind of a new movie where I saw it in those and I was just kind of like, that's just weird. Like, but it's, it's cashing in, you know? It's, oh, totally. Okay, so. I'll say this, if you, I would recommend anybody watch this movie, um, love it, hate it, give it the chance it deserves, um, because movies like this are just, like Larry said, they're, it, it's fucking art, it may be morbid art, but it's, yeah. you know, give it, give it the attention it deserves, because this movie, you know, hearing about it on word of mouth alone, and hearing that it was a really twisted movie... I mean, it's a twisted movie without being overly gory. It's a twisted movie just by seeing how someone behaves and their fucking mindset. And it just shows you how twisted some people can be. And it's just through simple actions. Um, You can watch the trailer on YouTube. If you Google search Poughkeepsie Tapes, eventually you will find a link to watch it. Um, Like I said, give it a chance, watch it. and you know what? Later on, let us know what you think about it because you know we're we're obviously four people that love talking about horror, and we could talk about horror from today to tomorrow, and not even scratch the surface of how much we love it. So. Absolutely. Uh, one place where you might be able to find this movie is if you ever go to a comic con, uh, like a Wizard World one or any comic cons. There's always a guy there as a table 
Um, <laughs> of just bootleg blank, DVDs. Blank cases. <laughs> and you know, I'll usually they have like mystery science theater seasons there. <laughs> or just like just stuff you can't buy that's never been released. Like the Fantastic Four movie that came out in the nineties. Like that was never released. You can buy it there at Comic Con. Uh, so if you can't find it on the internet, next time Comic Con comes through, check out this de- one of the dealers and they may have it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Stick around because we have some really awesome fucking shows coming up. We're going to be talking, in future episodes, we're going to be talking about horror anthologies. Yeah. Everybody fucking loves horror anthologies. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to have more debates. Yeah. Such as found footage. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have other... We're going to have the ultimate debate eventually where we're actually going to ask people who would win in horror movie fights. Ah, nice. We are going to bring the Freddy vs. Jason to the table because that uh, the way that movie ended was bullshit. Yeah, it was pretty shitty. I think it was... They had to for both. Yeah, they had they to. Both. I understand right. that, but... It, 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks again for listening to the Pinheads of Horror. You can find us at pinheadsofhorror at gmail.com. Also on Twitter at pinheadshorror. And on Facebook, Pinheads of Horror also. To talk about about Friday the Thirteenth. God damn it! You started good. You started with the Canada. <laughs> the Canada edition. We're gonna talk about. I don't know about these hoses in the woods. I carry a shotgun when I go in the woods. This is a Sasquatch movie. <laughs> in case that queer in the hockey mask tries to chop me up, take me by the sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs>